0: Our scripture lesson today are familiar words from the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sew. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. This is the word of the Lord. I shared with you on January 7th that the first two sermons I give this year will be specifically focused on the life of Westminster. And as such, a little more practical in nature than what you often receive from me. On that day, drawing from the story of Mary and Joseph presenting their infant Jesus in the temple, I spoke to both parents and to the congregation at large concerning the role that each of us plays in seeking to rear children and youth in the life of faith. Today, as we ordain and install our officers and hold our annual meeting following worship, I want to preach on how we as a congregation can move into the future in this season of change that has come upon us. If you are a long-term member, I want to thank you always for your commitment and your involvement and presence at Westminster If you are relatively new to our church, or if you're considering making Westminster your spiritual home, I hope this sermon will give you an additional glimpse of who we are as a church, of where we've been, and where we seek to go. In addition, I hope all of us see, once again or for the first time, one of the hallmarks of our Presbyterian tradition of doing things decently and in order. Let us pray. Lord God, we do thank you for this congregation, for the people and events that have led us here, the life we have found, and the challenges we have accepted. Be with us in this sermon that we may be knit together and inspired to serve you in this community and around the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So the immediate background is this. Who you see in the chancel has changed in the past ten months. In April of last year, we grew from three clergy to four. As Whitney Fauntleroy joined us as our associate pastor, For youth and young adults, that was the result of a process that began in 2015 to provide ordained leadership in pastoral care in mission and mission, while continuing to have ordained leadership for youth and young adults and for children's and family ministry. Toward that end, Patrick Honeycutt a welcoming and vibrant fixture in our chancel since 2005, assumed a new role at Westminster, moving from associate pastor for youth and families to associate pastor for mission and pastoral care. A month later, our director of music ministries since 2003, Dr. Paul Stetsanko completed a process he had been considering for several years and resigned in order to enter a monastic order in the Orthodox Church of America. In September, Dr. Ben Hutchins began his work in what quickly became only the fourth person to serve as our Director of Music Ministries in the 77 years of our history. Then right before Christmas, our chancel ranks thinned, As we said goodbye to Casey Fitzgerald, who had been our associate pastor for children and families, then renamed associate pastor for Christian formation, so that she could accept a call to lead in the redevelopment of John Calvin Presbyterian Church in Annandale. And these are only the changes that you see every Sunday when you come to worship. We celebrated also in December the retirement of Eileen Jenks, our pastoral care coordinator and a terrific and comforting presence to our seniors. We have nervously begun to prepare for the May 1st retirement of Nancy B., who has been the church business administrator for 17 years staff member for 23 years, the invisible hand that keeps the machinery of Westminster running smoothly and quietly. And in, a of weeks, Jessica, and in a couple of weeks, Jessica Thurness, one of the people, of the two people who keep our front office running well, will begin a maternity leave of three months. All of these changes have occurred naturally. None has been initiated by the church. Each change represents a new calling or a new stage of life for the individuals involved. But these changes are all occurring within a 12-month period in the life of our church. In addition to the personal losses that different ones of us feel, over over different departures. These changes are a bit unusual for us as a congregation, for we have historically known tremendous stability in staff and clergy leadership over the years. I am only the fifth pastor that has served as, as head of staff at Westminster since our chartering in 1940. The last time an associate pastor left for another congregation was 2002, though many of us remember and still mourn the unexpected death of long-term associate pastor Karen Blomberg ten years ago this summer. And for us who have had 11 years of service in Christian education from Casey And nearly 12 years of service in youth ministry from Patrick is almost unheard of in a Presbyterian or other mainline church. While our church has had stable leadership over the decades, our membership has always known significant turnover. Since 2006, We have grown from 851 members to 1,015 members. Perhaps more significantly, we have grown from having 106 children 5th grade or younger to 276 children 5th grade or younger, all of whom are in addition to the 1,015 members we have. During that period, we have increased from 74 to 108 youth, which are middle schoolers and high schoolers. Of our 1,015 members, 617, or 61%, have joined since 2005. And in any one Sunday that you're here, About 15% of the people sitting in the pews are not official members. Some are family, some are visitors considering the church, some are former members who are passing through town. But as you wonder why you don't know the people seated next to you, that is one of the reasons. So don't be shy. Just say hi. (laughs) (laughs) I just made that up, and it's terrible. (laughs) I'll never do that again. (laughs) And beyond the walls of our congregation, during this same period in our nation's history, we've seen the White House change hands and parties twice. The House of Representatives and the Senate change majority parties or flip twice each. A significant financial crisis, a slow but now strong recovery, ecclesiastical acceptance of the ordination of gays and lesbians for church office, and the legal acceptance of same-sex marriage. And over the past decade, our already intense political climate has grown more intense which for many of us influences the conversations we have at the water cooler at work, at the soccer field watching our children play, in Fellowship Hall drinking coffee. And for some of us, these changes directly impact the work we do, the compensation we receive, the level of stress we experience while changes in any congregation are necessary inevitable and are best greeted with a sense of welcome and expectation because a significant part of the church's role is to serve as sanctuary from the pressures of society as island of stability in a sea of change Changes in the church can be particularly challenging for those of us for whom our church home, Westminster, is dear to us as refuge and relief. Earlier in our worship, we heard words made famous by the birds, but penned centuries ago by an ancient Hebrew sage known as Kohelet, or the Preacher. Words which appear as his ruminations on life in the book we call Ecclesiastes. A word which means the gathering or the assembly. In the assembly and in our hearing, Kohelet reminds us that for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. It is when we are moving from one time to another time that we can experience our most poignant grief, our highest anxiety, our deepest mourning, but also our greatest growth, our most positive renewal and commitment even our most creative ideas and insights. This is what I believe we can and will experience in this season of change for Westminster. Grief, yes. Anxiety, yes. But growth, yes. Creativity, yes. For everything, there is a season and a time for... Every matter under heaven. If you stay for our annual meeting, which we urge you to do as members, and you can actually do if you're a visitor, there are open meetings, you will see that with our changes, we are doing well in our membership and we're doing well in our financial growth. But we are not doing well as well as we need to do to continue to be the church that we have become. We've seen a slight decline in our financial giving over the past two years, which has not left us in trouble, but which is a pattern that we must reverse as we move forward. We have tremendous opportunities financially because of the strong history of giving in our congregation from all of you all. From the deep involvement of our members, the fact that you follow your dollars with your hands and your heart. From the wise and careful management of our resources, which is wise and careful. And now from a new opportunity that has provided us as a congregation by a bequest of one million dollars that has been left us this past year from a beloved, longtime member of our church named Gloria Horney. Because of our strong sense of financial responsibility, We're initiating an even deeper process to plan for our financial structure and goals over the next three years, to see how all of our financial resources can work together to support our ministry, to support our mission efforts around the world and in this country, and to support the facility in and from which all these occur. In addition, the session has authorized the nominating committee to begin selecting nominees for an associate pastor nominating committee to provide children and families with ordained leadership in the wake of Casey's leaving. You will be hearing more and have opportunities to be involved with our moving forward in the weeks and months ahead. My commitment as pastor and our commitment as session and staff are to lead all of us to bring our opportunities and our commitments together like the point of a steeple, which will be similar to the steeple you will see next week in a new logo that the session has adopted and will unveil. Kyle Smoot will present next week. I believe that we can bring our resources together. But it will not be automatic or easy. Neither should it be, given that we are Presbyterians and Calvinists and don't much believe in the effortless life. (laughs) Welcome to being a Presbyterian. On the Sunday morning nearly ten years ago, after... Karen Blomberg had passed away with absolutely no notice on Monday morning, on the prior Monday morning. We gathered as a congregation to worship prior to a very large memorial service that was held in this sanctuary that afternoon. But Sunday morning was sort of our time, our time as a church before welcoming the many people that she had impacted in her life from all over this city and, and from other cities. I remember closing that sermon. It was in here. It was, it was in the summer. It was the only service. You know, We had one service then. But I remember closing my sermon that day by looking out at the congregation and then looking down at Patrick and Casey who were seated here And I remember thinking, they look so young. And they did. And then I said, a week ago you had four clergy who loved you. And now you have three. And then I said, love is not a matter of quantity, but of quality. For the next year and a half or so, maybe longer, you will have three. But Whitney loves you even as she is getting to know your faces and your names. Patrick loves you even as his role has changed And I love you as I have done since the day I walked into this sanctuary to preach for the first time and said to myself, I didn't think they still made churches like this. For everything there is a season. A time for every matter under heaven. No matter how much things change, love doesn't. Amen.